0: Block Talk Radio. You're listening to the college2pro.com NFL Draft Blast. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. I'm your show host, Bo Marchant, and I'm joined with the head coach, Coach Jim Perry, here on our first edition of this new year. And uh, Coach Perry, uh, he wanted me to kind of, Do the show so we can get all the players acclimated to everything that's going on and also give a a refresher of, uh, you know, what this 2020 Red Dragon football season is going to be like. And as always, I'd like to give a big shout out to Brandon Miller who powers the program. But with that said, Coach Perry, welcome back. Um, There's a lot going on in our world right now and uh, I'm glad you just kind of wanted to, you know, give a little update to the players to kind of keep their minds on the straight and narrow and not have them panic. But with that said, how are you doing?
1: Well, you know i think we're all uh, a little bit off you know but uh you know you know my situation is certainly probably a lot better off than some of our folks that are out there on the front line I mean, you know, one of our football coaches, specifically Coach Rawrish, is uh, a nursing supervisor at St. Joe's, and, you know, he's right there up on the front line. So, you know, we're really thinking about him and, uh, uh, you know, the guys that are going out there and working every day and so forth. And, you know, I appreciate you doing this, Bo. I, I just so you guys know, I reached out to Bo, and I think we're all looking for at least a little bit of routine and some normalcy here. And I, I thought maybe this is a just our very little way of, throwing out some, some stuff to, you know, the people that listen and most especially to our players, uh, you know, so that we can, uh, you know, it, it helps to have a little bit of focus on the future as move, we move
0: forward here. Yeah, so right now in a typical regular atmosphere without everything going on, I mean, what are you guys missing? Would you guys, would you be able to work with these kids right now? When do you kind of really get your hands on them?
1: Yeah, well, we've been rolling pretty good here since about the second week of December and then, uh, you know, got everybody involved in January. And, uh, you know, it was really, really starting to starting to take off, I thought, for us. We just had a, a – we, we work out for three weeks and then we test for a week and then we kind of repeat that pattern as we go through the winter. And we just finished our second round of testing and I was looking at the numbers and built their program sheets for the – you know, for the next month going forward and starting to feel like some of our younger kids were stepping up, kids are getting stronger, uh, reaching some, you know, some, some. Points where you say, okay, and this kid's getting strong enough, he can really help us out. And then obviously, there's just everything flipped on its ear there. And, uh, you know, I think we spent a lot of time here with kind of like that cartoon version of yourself with your head spinning with the stars and, and so forth above it. And, you know, at this point in time, I'm kind of focused on getting out of that and trying to find a, a new way to do it to get the kids uh, moving, you know, physically on their own and, uh, you know, figuring out what kind of teaching we can do remotely. So uh, that's where we are today, but uh,
0: I certainly could have never predicted this. Well, none of us could predict this. There's very few few things, I think, in our society where you can even look at your grandparents, your great-grandparents, anyone that you knew where they said they experienced what we're going through right now. I mean, this is kind of a new uh, plateau for everybody. Um, You know, you talked about these kids, you know, the schools are closed. Um, You talk about the program. You guys are really getting into a groove, and then everything's kind of, you know, nixed right there in that moment. What can we, work I mean, we, this is your show, coach. I mean, any, um, you know, any advice, anything you want these kids to do besides be safe? That's the most important thing. But I mean, what can they do to kind of prepare, get ready so when this thing does get back to normal, these kids can be, you know, not behind the eight ball, they're ahead of it.
1: Yeah, well, so. I actually just recorded a video which got me to thinking about maybe you and I should do a show but a video to our players kind of outlining my expectations of them and, and the first one on that list is is how can you be a great family member for your family um, second is you know how can you help the community you have an elderly of uh, people in your neighborhood that could use you know their grass as the weather changes here or, you know, go out and get them groceries, things of that nature. And then the, the other one really is is for our kids to take this, this social distancing uh, piece seriously because, uh, you know, not just young kids, but, you know, kids of people of all ages, some, some don't seem to get that part of it. And I, I just think it's an important piece that we all pull together on that so that we can get over this quicker, uh, you know, rather than let it drag on. But specifically to our players, there's there's two pieces there. One is they're they're receiving instruction uh, remotely now. So they gotta keep up with the score, the OHSA at a press conference yesterday, so we don't know what we're doing about eligibility yet. Huh. So we got we, you know, that's scary, but you know, we always talk to our kids, E plus R equals O. There there's an event and there's an outcome but the R is their part, and, and they need to take care of their academic uh, business to make sure that they're eligible in the fall. And then th- the other part of that, and maybe it's last, but it's it's physically what can they do on their own. You know, most of our kids, I'm going to assume, don't have weight training equipment at home. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're, we're in the process of putting together a workout for them that is based off a gymnastics workout where there's no weights involved, but, you know, they can continue to uh, maintain and hopefully even add on to the strength they've already built to this point in time.
0: Definitely. Excellent stuff. Once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller insurance here, State Farm Insurance here, located in Niles, Ohio, as we talk a little Red Dragon football with Coach Perry as his upcoming season comes along. Um, you know, thinking about these young kids, you know, I, I say we address, we just give them the Herschel Walker workout, you know, 1,000 push-ups, 1,000 sit-ups every day. You're going to have Adonis's walking into that locker room come uh, Bo Ryan Stadium, come uh, summertime.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. I actually just looked at that with that <laughs> workout uh, yesterday because, uh, you know, that was part of it, you know, him doing the push-ups and sit-ups, but there's a lot of other stuff he was doing alongside of that, obviously. And, you know, that's really what I'm doing, Bo, to be honest with you. It's it's incorporating, you know, some things that you can do at home that you, you don't need weights, and you know, finding those exercises that that work. You know, for us, you know, you know, we're obviously as football players, we're probably going to train a little bit different than say, you know, a cross country kid. You know, I think they, they can, you know, go out and run, and, and that suits it. So we we have to be, we have to, you know, as coaches understand that our, our opponents are certainly going to be trying to do the same thing. Uh, we got to turn over every stone to try to build a, a program here. And to be quite honest, I, you know, I, this is uncharted territory for us. Huh. So uh, our, our coaches are all looking into that right now. And, uh, you know, I told the kids that hopefully by Monday we have something for you guys to begin on and, and get rolling with so.
0: <laughs> Now, when you – you know, I was, I was curious, and I know there's, we have such a long time from now, you know just when summer starts two a days and there's so many different processes we move forward but when these kids come in in December and you start working with them how much can you pick up on what they're gonna do at that point and how much you you know like hey this kid right here you see doing a good thing he's really working hard does that usually transition and when summertime rolls around they kind of you know continue that same trajectory as being a positive force towards the team
1: yeah, that's, I mean that's, that's a great question. So I'll just give you our process, and I, I think it's, it's kind of you know envelops around each player. But yeah, you start looking for you know who's going to emerge. But the first part of that is we evaluate every player off of their previous season. So they sit down with their position coach. We have a written evaluation, and we say these are your strengths. These are your weaknesses both physically and what we consider on the character side of the player, which we almost probably grade harder than we do the physical because, you know, uh, those are those are more choice-related, you know, as far as being a leader and, 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 you know, showing up to practice with a good attitude and that. Those are very much in your control, whereas some of the physical limitations you might have, like, oh, you and I would have never been, you know, we weren't suited for the NBA, as they say, so... uh <laughs>
0: If we if I stood on your shoulders, we might have
1: been. <laughs> I don't even think we'd get there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so we try to get them to understand, you know, from this standpoint, you can really affect change easier than on some of the physical things. So, you know, when we start that, then we have them create their own goals, you know. What do you want to weigh in the fall? You know, they, right now you weigh 161 pounds. What do you want to weigh? Well, I'd like to weigh 180. So then we try to give them as many resources as we can toward these goals they create for themselves. And you know, toward that end, and you know, you know, every three weeks, step on the scale. Well, you're 161, and this this week you're you're, you're 163, huh. or you know, or, you know, maybe you're 168. Holy cow, you really hit that! Or, or maybe they lost weight, and then. You know, what are you doing? What's your diet look like? What's your, you know, what do your grades look like? And 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 we just try to track as many of those data points as you can with each player and and talk to them about it and make them understand, you know, we're watching you. You said you wanted to do this. This is what it looks like. This is where you're doing good. And, you know, that process is just ongoing, you know, through the whole winter. And and I'll tell you, the winter is long. I mean, it's long traditionally. And this is obviously going to make it a lot longer, but uh, you can't do, you know, watch football-related type of stuff, and, and uh, you got to try to find different ways to keep those kids focused. For me, I sit and watch the power cleans most of the time because I feel it's the one lift that you kind of see kids. You you can get a taste for their athleticism and their strength and all that, and. and you know, it, it's a different kind of lift than how they, how they attack that lift because it's, I always tell the kids it's more like a, uh, it's more like golf where, you know, it's very technique oriented and, and it, it it challenges you because not every lift feels the, the same, you know, it, it's hard mentally too. So I spent a lot of time, you know, trying to evaluate players just in, the, in that form there. But we have a lot going on this year. We're able to bring in uh, so, uh, gentleman that comes in and puts us through different workouts once a week, and is real good at motivating the players that way. And then, uh, you know, we do some some stretching and and plyometric work in the locker room part of it. So, just trying to do a whole bunch of stuff though to, to make winter pass by faster. And then, you know, here we are, and uh, it seems like you know we're all just going to be cooped up a little while longer.
0: Yeah, I think we're I think we're on the tip of <clears throat> Excuse me. um Of what's yet to come, I don't think we've really reached the uh, the summit yet in terms of uh, the peak of where we're going to be in uh, the days and weeks to come. Once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located in Niles, Ohio. And can't thank him enough for supporting the program, for helping support the community as well as a local business. Um, you know, we can't uh, do a lot of things. We just, uh, you know. Take a lot of things for granted now that we're at this point so and again uh you know even at this point all our local restaurants we know we can do carry out anything you can do to help the local guys the local folks if you will ladies and men um you know we appreciate it um coach now we're when we're like kind of talking about this upcoming year and and kind of getting accumulated to what you know what to expect how many like seniors are coming back on each side of the defense and what are some of the positions that, you know, you think there's going to be a lot of competition as we kind of go through this process and, you know, obviously it leads to the 2020 year.
1: Yep. So, you know, we're, we're, we're optimistic about, you know, what's going on. Uh, numbers wise though, I, I, I honestly don't have that number for you just because I hadn't, hadn't thought in those terms. You usually start thinking about that when those, those media things for the fall come around. But uh, we have about 18 – uh, seniors, I think, it is our number there. Um, I'll tell you specifically, I think our skill, we have a lot returning, you know, as far as receivers and defensive backs and, and obviously, the quarterbacks back and, and, and the running backs. We get uh, Travis Molnar coming back from an injury, which, which should be really helpful to us. And, you know, so we feel good about our skill. Where we feel that we, gotta, uh, you know, really have some new guys coming in and stepping up is up front on the line because we lost uh, – uh, four out of the five starting offensive linemen from last year's turnover. So Zach Cicero being the lone returner uh, up on the offensive line, and uh, you know we we are gonna um, you know really test the metal of our program to say you know the young kids who who were who were standing watching are they ready to roll this year and. Uh, uh, you know, from my end of it, I mean, it's it's a little bit scary, I guess is the word you could use, but it's also exciting because I think it's a year where coaching really comes into play. We're going to have to get these young kids ready to go. Huh.
0: Yeah. And how about the coaching staff? Coaching staff intact from last year to this year?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's probably really underrated. Uh, exciting news. Uh, every, everybody's back. We didn't you know, we didn't lose a, any coaches, um, you know, to another program or, uh, you know, none of our guys uh, had applied for head coaching jobs or anything like that. So that that, that really puts you a, a step ahead of both years. Usually you're you know replacing a guy or two on staff, but you know having our, our whole crew. And this is probably the most normal thing I felt like I've done, you know, here in a couple of weeks or at least a week. Uh, we had over Skype. We had a staff meeting with our offensive coaches, and uh, we're able to uh, through that platform pull up film, and we just studied one of our plays, our inside zone play. In fact, you, you probably would have loved it. I'm, I'll put you in. I'll put you in on it one day, and you can. sit and I, I know you love some of that that kind of stuff, but uh, just. just Really, uh, we really dug deep into one football play and, and tried to figure out how we can make it better. And, you know, by the time we looked up, we had done it for an hour and a half, and, and it was like, wow, that, that was actually not sitting around browsing through Netflix or something, trying to find something to do. So uh, I think as a, as a staff, that, you know, it's certainly not the same as me in person, but it, it was exciting that we could, we found a format here where we can, uh, you know, uh, feel like we're, we're, we're improving as coaches. Uh, You know, this time of year, we're going to clinics. We're doing all that kind of stuff, uh, which we're not going to be able to do. But uh, it was the first bit of normalcy as far as football was concerned in a while. So that was was good stuff.
0: Yeah, that is good. And that's neat to know. You know, like everybody's out there thinking everybody's just doing their thing. But the coaches are, you know, on Skype studying plays. And, now that one the season rolls around I hope I, I can't wait till we do a show during the year where you execute that play and we you know you you're gonna have to be the one that says hey the, the play we talked about you know this is what we did and, and hopefully it's a big play that, it, that brings a dragon win uh, that'd be exciting stuff um coach, we're almost out of time, but you know one more question for you before we let you go and I don't know what I'm letting you go to do because we're not allowed out of our homes Basically
1: three-hour
0: show where we have nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh, But you know what, can you believe, I mean, when you talked about it, I mean, it's year three. It just seems like yesterday when we first start doing this, and you're going into year three. Is that mind-blowing for you?
1: Yeah, in some ways really, really fast. I mean, it it is hard to believe that, that, you know, uh, that's the case. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, as I just told our players on a little video I recorded to send out to them, which is. Is I, I can tell you what this has done is it really makes you like you, you I think you mentioned already appreciate some of the things in your life but not interacting with those kids it feels like I haven't seen them in six months you know uh, which is it's it just I think we're all going to have a great appreciation for some things that we've probably swept walked through uh, moving forward and uh, you know and uh, again I think that hopefully the silver lining for our kids is that at a age younger than they're used to to come into those realizations. Maybe a lot of them are going to realize those treasures in their life as well. So, uh, you know, to give you an idea, Bo, I just want to get this in too before you know we're out of time. Uh, I got I got uh, noticed today from uh, the, the football frontliners, which you know how important they are to us, but they just donated uh, twenty five hundred dollars to the uh, uh, high school uh, uh, food pantry. Oh, wonderful! And, uh, just just a tremendous. You know, I, I always brag about those guys in the work they do but you know that, that's a great example and obviously my wife being the principal she you know they didn't even tell me they were doing it but she came home and she said you have no idea how much it helped because she had just placed a two thousand dollar order yes this morning and then this afternoon received word from them that they were given twenty five hundred dollars so it's, i just wanted to to Uh, point out, you know, and thank what a great job of John Burrell as the president and and those guys and all the work uh, that they're doing to, uh, you know, again, be a bigger part of the community there. It's just a tremendous thing. And, you know, to the school system, my wife was there all day uh, handing out food uh, to families, you know, the the kids with free and reduced lunch. They handed out today about 1,200 lunches. Damn, that's wonderful. breakfast yeah. and lunches to go. And and that's just that just you know, our community I said there's, there's three things in my life that have happened that are, that just seemed world changing. Number one, when we were younger Bo was the tornado. Yeah. Uh, number two was obviously 9-11, and now this. And, and the, the common thread that I've seen is how quickly uh, Niles will come together for one another. And uh, I want to say I appreciate what our school system's doing uh, and certainly what the Frontliner's are doing. I mean, that, that's special stuff. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that uh, from our people bonding together as we all move forward
0: to this. All right, Coach. You know what I like to say? Nobody does it better. Niles, we, when you got to put the hand in the pile, everybody's hands in the pile. They've got a great community, and uh, again, I didn't know that about the front ladders, but that's that's fantastic. Uh, again, and then the, you know, we know what the moms do, the dads, you know, everybody involved with the football program. There is so much work that goes on behind the scenes, dedication. So, uh, like I said, when you're just sitting in the stands on a Friday night under the lights, watching the Red Dragons do their thing, and you got a hot chocolate and some French fries, and the stadium looks clean, there's all those folks that you don't know putting their hand in the pile to help that program look like it does. So again, uh, shout out to them, coach. Shout out to you and everyone listening. Um, you know, hopefully everyone stays safe and we get pie this with uh, you know, nothing, uh, you know, sacred that we love lost. And, uh, and then we uh, continue to watch the dragons this uh, this upcoming uh, fall
1: yeah let's hope that, that that time moves like it usually does you know faster and we're there and, and you and I are sitting in the coach's office next time doing this rather than remotely and <laughs> said can you believe that can you believe that the first games right around the corner that that's that's what I'm hoping for, and, you know, and like I said, I understand that football is a small part of, of what this is, but at the same time, I, I do think, we're, you know, football's a great rallying cry for our community, and if we can do our little part, and that's why I just want to, again, say thank you, Bo. You know, if somebody gets just a little bit of distraction out of Listen to you and I talk for a couple minutes, then I'm glad we did this. And uh, Again, shout-out to our players. You know, guys, we just ask that you to continue to be leaders here, and uh, uh, hopefully assume the season's here before we know it.
0: That's right, man. Well, hey, Coach, thank you. And, again, once again, you are listening to the uh, 2020 Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast by, powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and listening to the show.